Hey guys, welcome back to Spill the Beans. I was, you know what I was about to say just then? I was about to be like, hey guys, welcome back to Anything Goes with Emma Chamberlain because I've just been listening to that literally all morning and yesterday and forever. So that was just stuck in my head. Anyway, I was just on TikTok and I don't know why I thought of this, but oh, it just like, See, this is just like my late night thoughts. It's not even fucking late. It's literally 20 past 10 on a Sunday. But I feel like whenever I'm on TikTok, I feel so fucking out of touch with reality. Now, that might sound so just, you know, like it might sound very like the like fucking idiot. Like, of course, you feel out of touch with reality. Like, it's not reality. But every time I'm on this app and it might you know what I think it's it's not even TikTok it's just like all social media in general I feel so not grounded I feel like just completely withdrawn from myself and the earth <laughs> it sounds so fucked but do you know what I mean and I just got like thinking and I was like like whenever I read and whenever I read my books, I feel so connected with myself and I feel very centered in my consciousness. Like, and I don't feel like, oh, excuse me, I just burped. I don't know. Like, I just don't feel, I don't feel shit when I read. I feel shit when I'm on the internet. But this is the thing, right? I love being on the internet and I love being on TikTok and scrolling through my Instagram and watching people's thrift hauls. But at the end of the day, like at the end of it all, when you zoom out from yourself, like from your phone and then yourself and then your house, and then you keep going and going and going until like you're just staring at like a dot in the multiverse. Like what the fuck are you doing with your life? And that's like what I'm thinking right now. So I was like, get, let's get the fucking podcast out and let's talk about some of my favorite um, stuff that I've read that has kind of like completely changed my perspective on life itself. So all of these quotes that I'm going to be talking about today are from a book called The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. Um, I was reading this book when I was in Cyprus, um, but it was actually gifted to me a long time ago before that. I think I got it for like Christmas or a birthday and it sat in my drawer and it just sat and sat and sat there. And then when I was going away, I was like, I should probably take a new book because I've read The Alchemist and I was going to reread The Alchemist, but I was like, you know what, read something different. I'm also staring at my plant at the wall right now and I'm realizing that it's fucking dying and it needs a water. So rip that plant. But anyway, I grabbed the book and I, I read the book and I like, I think honestly, like it was, it might be better than The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And the power of now changed my life. Like that book literally changed my life. Like I stopped taking my antidepressants because that is how much that book changed my life. Like don't do that by the way. Don't just stop taking your antidepressants because you read a fucking book that is literally crazy. Like don't do that. Always consult with your doctor. But I don't know. Like this one though, The Untethered Soul, this one hit different. So the first one, the first quote I want to talk about now, I don't have page numbers um, or chapters for these quotes. These are um, 
And also, if you can hear beans running around, see, I can hear her, but you guys probably can't hear her because I'm holding the mic so fucking close to my mouth. But if you hear, I'm see, I'm sure you heard that. She's doing, she's literally doing zoomies around the room right now. It's really disrespectful. But anyway, these are quotes and like sayings that I've just underlined. And so I, they have no kind of context within the sentence or whatever. This is just stuff that is like stuck out to me the most. So the first one, and this is also, this is in order of the book, by the way. So obviously the quotes reading from like the ones I read at the start are the ones closest to the front of the book, etc. So this first one says, and I actually use this as an Instagram capture because it really got me fucking thinking. It says, where are you when you are not seated deeply enough inside the self to be the conscious experiencer of all you are experiencing? Now, when I read that, I was like, bruh, bruh, like literally what the fuck? Like my mind, like my brain exploded. Like it actually, it, I didn't have a brain anymore. Like my, I didn't have a head on my shoulders. Like it's gone. I was like, bitch, what the fuck? What the fuck does that even mean? But it's so true because where the fuck do you go? Like, for example, you know, you're sitting scrolling on TikTok. You're, you're not, you're not like, you can be aware that you're scrolling on TikTok and you can be aware that you're aware that you're scrolling on TikTok, but where the fuck like is the self in that situation? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Because you're so invested in the scrolling you, you don't, you can't scroll and be invested in the videos you're watching whilst also being aware at the exact same time. I don't think you can do it at the same time. Like, for example, as I'm speaking right now, I'm aware that I'm speaking, but if I concentrate on my awareness itself, I can't speak because I'm, I'm too busy focusing on that awareness, if that makes sense. I don't know. Like, this is just crazy to me. So when it said, where are you when you're not seated deeply enough inside the self to be the conscious experiencer of all you're experiencing, literally, where the fuck are you? Where does that awareness go? Does it, like, just subside? Or does it kind of go, like, I don't know if you guys have seen Get Out, but if you have, um, you know, when, like, they get hypnotized and they kind of go to the sunken place and they kind of sink they're like consciousness kind of sinks inside of itself, kind of like in a big dark hole. Is that kind of what happens? Like you're there, but you're not really there. I don't know. Like, am I making fucking dollars right now? Like, I feel like I'm like, I'm making sense to myself, but I feel like explaining this to other people, it's very hard for them to comprehend unless you are like on the same kind of path as me in terms of like spiritual Buddhism kind of vibes. I think, though, in terms of that, you know, where are you sort of thing, literally, no, I can't even give you an answer. Where the fuck are you? I want the answer, but I don't know what the answer is. You must be in there. Like, you, your consciousness is in there, obviously, because you're conscious. When I say consciousness, I don't mean, like, you know, you are awake, right? I mean you are aware that you're aware. That is what I mean by consciousness. And that is what I mean when I say self. Um, that is what I mean. That just, I mean, I could sit here all night and think about it, but there would be no podcast because 
I wouldn't be talking. I would just be sitting here and contemplating my own thoughts inside my own brain. But if I come up with an answer, I'll let you know. The next one says, in the highest state, the focus of consciousness is turned back to the self. And that is so fucking true. And these are the types of shit that has just made me think and really fucking humbles me. Like these types of um, like words of wisdom and even just facts and statements like this, it seriously sinks me back into the fucking earth and I feel so much better. And I think this, what this um, like statement slash quote is talking about is when you are aware, like, when you are aware that you're aware, it, it's literally like a form of enlightenment. Like you feel fucking enlightened. And I remember when being in Cyprus, like with my grandparents and reading this book by the pool, I felt so like free. Like it was really, it's a very weird feeling because when, when you are on social media, when you're on the phone and when you're like, I don't know, like watching a series on Netflix or YouTube or whatever, you're like, your awareness is, again, like the first statement, it's fucking gone, like it's not there, but when you're like aware that you're aware, and some people can't even do this, but there was a, there was another thing that the book said about maintaining your awareness, and it actually might be um, down the list of all these quotes, but it said something like, if you if you just keep saying hello in your head, and you just listen like to yourself saying hello and again this is this is literally this part oh my god I can't English this exactly what I'm saying this example I think comes up in another thing that I underlined because this fucked me up um but if you keep saying hello in your head again and again and again and again first of all first of all that voice that voice that is saying hello that's not you that's not fucking you. You think it is and you think you're, you're doing it, but it's actually not because again, this is probably going to come up in another, in another quote, but I'm just going to ramble because if I don't fucking tell you now, I'm going to forget like that. No, I remember what I was going to say. So your mind, right? Everything in life, there's a subject and object. Now I don't mean object as in like a rock. Okay. And I don't mean object as in you know, like objectifying women, let's say. I don't mean that. I mean, I want to say metaphorically, but I don't know if that's the correct term. There is always a subject and object in, in life with every single thing in the world. So for example, me, me making this podcast speaking right now, I'm the subject because I'm speaking and this microphone I'm holding is the object and the words that are coming out of my mouth are also an object. Anything that you can witness is an object, if that makes any sense. And it makes sense to me in my brain, but it might not make sense to you in your brain. So like, for example, if you're talking to someone, you are the subject, like your awareness itself is the object, is the subject, sorry. They are the object. Same with, I'm the subject, my art, like my vision is a subject and that Hello Kitty on my shelf is the object. But the thing is, right, this is where it gets fucked up. The thing is, it's the same with your thoughts. So the fact that you can witness your thoughts in your brain 
you can witness them and like you fucking can because you can stand you can metaphorically metaphorically you can zoom out and you can witness your thoughts um it means they are not you and they are actually they're not connected they're disconnected they're two completely different things that are actually separate yes you might be saying them but they're not actually you if that makes sense and your mind might be blown or your mind might be like what the fuck is this bitch talking about turn this stupid fucking spotify podcast off but it's fucking true it is so true and back to the saying hello thing in your head this exercise that they were talking about in the book it was like if you want to witness or if you want to um be aware of your thoughts just say hello again and again and again over in your head and don't try and um like be a witness that you're a witness the fact that you can hear it in your head means you're witnessing it and it means they're separate and it's such a like a great form of like grounding um to just be fully aware and I think it like ties back into obviously being present as well like just and how grounding that is but that's something that really fucked me up it that really fucked me up the um the subject and object of everything the entire universe especially the thoughts because I always thought I'm like those intrusive thoughts oh there's someone at my door hello come in hello I'm just filming a podcast would you like to say hello into the microphone you but they're not going to hear you if if you say it that way, so you've got to say my microphone, ready? Hello, everybody. What is your name? <laughs> Yelda. And who who are you? I'm Yasmin's mum. What do you have to say about um, the subject and object of um, existence and thoughts, and thoughts being the object and your awareness being the subject? Oh my goodness, that's a heavy topic for a Sunday night just before bed. Um, fascinating topic, so much to learn. I've only just started learning it all about it myself. And yes, I am able, after much practice, to get into a state of awareness and it's a beautiful place. So try and practice, everyone. But do you believe um, the fact that Sorry, she's holding on to my tea with like one finger and it's probably very hot because yes. I'm just sitting here on the bed with this fucking microphone. Do you believe, because you can witness your thoughts, they are therefore an object and disconnected from the self? Mm, I think they are the self, but your awareness is disconnected from yourself. But the awareness is the self because at the, at the height of the self that is it is awareness if anything it's con pure consciousness yes yes we're probably saying the same thing yes i agree okay she's got my tea i'm going to put the tea down okay i've got my tea so that was a little intermission i don't think i'm going to cut that out because i think that's very important to have other people's opinions and if you would like my mum and i to do a podcast together which i'm planning on doing anyway um definitely let me know and let me know any topics that you would like us to talk about because she has a lot to say about consciousness and buddhism and awareness and astral projection and everything on that 
um, like spiritual kind of journey, she's got a lot of experience with. So let me know about that. Now, the next thing, because I'm actually reading this off as I'm speaking, I haven't actually looked over my notes. I've just literally got up the the notes that I made in August with all the quotes and I'm just going over it, going over it with you guys. So the next one says, the more you are willing to just let the world be something you're aware of, the more it will let you be who you are, the awareness, the self, the Atman, the soul. So just that that end bit, awareness, self, Atman, soul, they're all different words meaning the same thing. And I think in terms of you know, this kind of conversation, I'll probably be using the words awareness and self interchangeably, but soul to me means the same thing. And Atman, I think, is from a different culture. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure it is. I've got to read it again now because I'm, I got fucking distracted. The more... <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, my God. Is this even what, like, podcasts are supposed to be like? I feel like podcasts are so fucking, like, strategically planned. Do you know what I mean? Whereas me, I, I don't feel like I'm... I'm very planned at the moment, but that doesn't matter. I feel like literally like the more, the more you are willing to just be pure awareness, like the more you are willing to be like non-judgmental and present, the more like, oh my fucking God, guys, I'm having literally like a brain fart. The more you are willing to just let the world be something you're aware of, the more it will let you be who you are. That is, I think that's just such a beautiful fucking quote. Like, that is so nice. Being aware and just, like, pure consciousness and, like, just being a present being, I think is just so rewarding, like, as a human and with the human experience. Like, and it's very hard for me to speak right now because I'm so concentrated on the fact that I am aware that I am speaking and that it's tripping me the fuck out. And I literally cannot concentrate. Like I've had to, I'm closed my eyes right now and I'm trying to speak because my computer's distracting me. My plans are distracting me. Everything around me is just like pure distraction. But I completely agree with that. And I think you will be a happier person and live a happier life the more present you are. And the more, the more aware you are, whether that's with any kind of religion, I guess. I mean, the one that we're kind of talking about here is more quite Buddhist based, very spiritual, but has a lot of underlying Buddhist kind of um, themes. And what's another word that I'm trying to think of? Um, I don't know what the other word I'm trying to think of is. All I'm fucking looking at is my dead plants. They're, they're not even fucking dead. There's one in the corner of my room and it, it's just... Actually, you know what? The leaves are dropping off, so I probably should water it. But I guess that's that's not for this topic of conversation. That's for a different one. Now, the next one. This next... I'm smiling reading this because I'm just... It's so true. And it brings me actually a lot of joy. Oh my God, I'm so joyous right now, can I just say. I feel happy making this podcast and I feel very, now that I'm reading over these, you know, 
words again that I've that I made an effort to note because they're the ones that stand out to me. They really fucking ground me. Like I feel like I've just walked on some grass outside in the summer or like I'm on a sandy beach somewhere. Like I'm just in my happy place right now. I feel very happy. And I feel like as soon as I get back on my phone, if I do get back on my phone, I'm going to feel like a fucking shit. But anyway, maybe we won't get back on the phone. But this one says, you're not even a human being. You just happen to be watching one. And that is the most factual fucking piece of information I have ever read in my life. Now, don't get me wrong. On this plane, on this earth plane, in this physical world, on this earth, we have a physical body. This is a physical realm. Everything um, here is physical. Obviously, energy isn't, but we are energy manifested. So, you know, there is that. But in essence, like at the core of your being, at the core of your soul, well, what, you know, what your soul is and what your self is and awareness, it, it is just awareness. You are, you are just witnessing a human experience inside a physical body. Like that's something that, that, that's just crazy. That's fucking crazy. And I feel like, honestly, I feel really alone because I feel like I have these thoughts and obviously they're not, they're not my um, like these thoughts here that I'm reading out loud, like these words, they're from, there's someone else's thoughts, but obviously I'm expanding on them. But I have had like thoughts like this, like my entire life. And that's come before reading. It's been obviously expanded upon by reading these kinds of things. But I've always felt very, um, I mean, I don't want to say alone on my spiritual path, but I do kind of feel that way because I feel like no one understands. I feel like no one understands where I'm coming from. And obviously people do because there are tons of books written about it. And a lot of people are very spiritual people, but I feel like in my group of like people I surround myself with, I mean, my mum's the exception because she's very, 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 very spiritual. And I did have this one other friend who um, is very spiritual. I don't know if they're still on their path, but um, this person was the person to introduce me to the power of now and obviously changed my life. Um, but I feel like when I say things like this, I feel, I almost feel like crazy, right? And I know I'm not because I know within myself that this is the ultimate truth. And that sounds culty. And I shouldn't even have to see this other thing. Like, I shouldn't even have to fucking say, like, that sounds culty. That sounds like a bit fucked, you know? Because it it's not. Like it, it it's it's not. It is I feel like oh my god, now I'm just gonna go fucking around in a circle. Literally ring a ring a rosy bitch. But you know what I mean? I feel like it's hard to connect with people about this kind of stuff because everyone is has their head so far up social media's ass, and I am one of those people. I don't feel like my whole head is up there. I feel like just the tip of my head, but it's enough to make my hair smell like shit. Do you know what I mean? But my whole head's not up there. Like you can tell when people have their whole head up their ass, and you can definitely tell when someone is centered within themselves and you know is aware, like spiritually aware, and when people aren't, and when people 
are just base their life solely off like materialism. And when I say materialism, I don't just mean like buying things because I feel like that gets it that gets lost in translation. I mean more they are so invested in the physical world that they've lost like touch with their soul self awareness itself because they're just they're so invested in the human experience that they've forgot they've forgotten that they are actually like a spiritual being experiencing a human experience. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, this next I don't think we're going to be able to get through all of these because I feel like if we go through every single one of these quotes, like this is going to be like a two hour long episode and I don't want it to be a two hour long episode. I'd rather make two episodes or four episodes that are, you know, half an hour long. But this next one says, practice opening by not closing. Now in this part of the book, they were talking about, um, as long as you have like an open heart and essentially an open mind, but in this book they were more referring to the heart as the energy center because the mind isn't an energy center as far as I'm concerned. Now I could be wrong about that, but in terms of like chakras and stuff, the brain as an organ is not one of them. I know like there is some part up near the head that is one, like you've got your like your throat chakra up as you're going up. And you've got, I think you've got another one in your head somewhere, like, and then you've got one above the head. But anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. But they were talking about keeping yourself open. And as long as you are open, you will, and this goes into the next thing. Um, the next quote says, ask yourself whether you really want to cut off the energy flow. As long as you have your heart open, the energy is flowing. And if you have an open heart to everything, essentially nothing can hurt you. And I know you're thinking, what do you mean? Like, what if like someone dies and what if like a terrible accident happens? Or, you know, what if something bad happens to me? 100%, you're entitled to have feelings. Like that's just a part of the human experience. But if you like, you know, experience the feelings, experience the pain. And once that's over, you still have an open heart and an open mind to things, then literally nothing can ever hurt you. You you are free from from everything, literally everything. And I truly believe that. Like, I mean, I guess, for example, let's say you're on social media and you've got someone like in your comments or whatever that's like, bullying you you're being online bullied and they're saying horrific things right now obviously now some people gets to them and some people it doesn't get to them for me it gets to me sometimes but it's got to be like I'll, I might talk about it or I might reply to it if I'm on a stream or something but it doesn't re-enter my head later in the day like it washes over me there's another fucking quote like literally along the lines of that later but other people for example really affects them like it comes in and it doesn't leave in their brain now you that's okay right it's it's better if you're able to let go straight away and not even acknowledge it but sometimes that's hard and it doesn't work like that so experience it experience the pain you feel and how 
that comment or whatever has made you feel. But if you still get back out and say you make another video on social media or you do something else, like you get, you still get back out there with an open mind and heart, then you cannot be hurt. Like it, nothing can affect you. It's only if you decide, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Do you know what I mean? That's when the other party has won. But you don't want them to win because there's no point. Do you know what I mean? I feel like you are you are definitely, and this goes for everyone, everyone is in control of the way they react to everything, literally everything. Obviously, because there is the exception, obviously it's very hard to control how you react to, let's say, a family member dying or getting really bad news or being fired from your job. That's really fucking difficult. Um, then they're like the exceptions where it's kind of like in instinctual. I don't know if that's a fucking word, but it's like instinct to react in certain ways. But other than that, if someone says something to you and you get angry, you're choosing to get angry at that. Like when I'm driving on the freeway and there's a fucking old person in front of me doing 60 kilometers on the freeway, and I start screaming in my car, I've made the choice to scream in my car and get angry over that. That was my decision. I didn't have to do that. I could have just indicated and gone around and literally forgot about it for the rest of the day. Actually, I probably would report it to my boyfriend, you know, if when he calls and be like, well, how was your day? Well, there was this fucking old fuck on the road doing 60 in a 100 zone. You know, maybe you would say that. But you know, that's, again, that's my choice for bringing it up again. And it's my choice to let it affect me. And it is my choice again to get angry. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like when you master your emotions, essentially, and you get to a point where you can really, you have the great control. Oh my fucking God, my rabbit is literally trashing my room. Being actually so fucking rude. She's eating all my cords, my lamp cords. Literally so disrespectful. She's literally getting evicted right after this. She's going into jail. But moral of the story, you have a choice and you choose how you react. And if you choose not to react to those certain things, you will live ultimately a happier life. And I know that if I hadn't, and it's, you know, it's just a waste of energy as well. And again, it goes into the thing, ask yourself whether you really want to cut off the energy flow. Do you want to fucking cut that off? Like, do you want to cut off your good energy just because someone is like 90 years old and, you know, can't drive anymore? That sounds so bad because literally, like, I feel so bad for old people on the road because it's like, bro, I know you're old, but it's really not safe for you to drive. But I probably shouldn't have used that example, to be honest. I feel fucking bad. And you know what? I do feel bad when I get angry at an old person in the car and I start screaming in my car and then I go around and then I'm like, oh, fuck, they're just old. They're just trying to be safe. Oh, poor old person. But yeah, don't cut that shit off. Don't cut off your good flow of energy. Because it's hard to get it back sometimes as well. It's hard to get it flowing again because you need to open up your chakras again to get it going and this is a whole nother fucking conversation this a conversation of chakras and energy and stuff like that like this was literally just supposed to be on quotes that have changed my life but we're at 31 minutes so 
I'm going to stop it here. But if you would like me to do another episode on this kind of stuff and on these quotes and kind of talk very deep and spiritual and existential, please let me know. Thank you to everyone that's listening to this podcast. And I was going to promote my small business, but I decided that I'm not going to. So yeah, I love you and have a good night. And I'll see you in the next episode. Love you. Bye.